And well, hello. Welcome to Wednesday. We all made it here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they did call- we all make it here? Some of I us feel didn't. like a lot of people not at the office Some today. of us didn't make it here today. Yeah. Some of us are on trips. Some of us just had lunches they had to attend to. But the real fam, the freaking fantastic three here, are fantastic three and a half. You count as a half because you're only here half the time. We are holding it. Fine. Fantastic four. We're the fantastic four. Is everyone happy now? Sure. We are holding it down, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Kind of Funny Morning Show. If you're hearing uh, Harley Davidson motorcycles in the back, uh, along with sirens, that was perfectly timed, by yep, the way. Very uh, perfectly timed. There is a ridiculous speed trap happening outside of our uh, our, our office right now. No idea. Kevin they, and I may put a camera up and live stream that for the rest of the day. They may have we'll pulled over like 10 people in the last like 30 minutes. Dude, it's, it's insane. insane. Yeah. And I ever since I got here, I got here, it got to the office about an hour ago. And the, Got the office about a half hour ago, and this thing has been like nonstop. Like they're teeing each other up. Yep. There's one dude that's just sitting there, and the other guy's just pulling one, pull over to the side of the road. They pull over, the guy just goes around the, the block yep. again, and this cop just gets the easy job of writing the tickets. What'd you do? How long were you? How many fives are you going? Here you go. Boom. Here, here's yeah. your stupid ticket for your stupid Prius. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Nick Scarpino. Joining me for the first time in a long time, fucking forged in the heart of a dying star. The Great Wall of Kevin himself, Mr. Kevin Coelho. Yeah. Woo. It's lovely to have you on the show. I like how your look has evolved from full suit to whatever's in Greg's closet. Yeah. With the hat and the sunglasses, I appreciate that. Well, before I used to bring my suit every time, and then one day it happened last minute where it was me and you again. I yeah, think. where someone was like, "Keep me on." I was like, "Fuck, I didn't bring my suit." And then I was like, "There's a tux. There's your tux in the yeah. thing." Oh, this is mine. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good, yeah. I like it. Yeah. And then um, I started just bringing my dress shirts. Then I was like, Greg has dress shirts. It's true. It's fun. And and God knows how often he takes those things home anyway, so they're probably dirty. Cool, yeah. Greg, can you shut what that window? What does that mean? Like, wait, wait. I'm just saying, I don't, I'm saying you're wearing a, a dirty, sweaty shirt. I thought right you were now. saying that I was getting it dirty. So no, I mean, you're, not, you're certainly not getting it cleaner by wearing it. Heard it both ways? That's for sure. Heard it both ways? That's for sure. Uh, the Walnuts in the Twitch chat has brought up a good point. He says, Nick, he's the milkman. I did forget about that, but thank you for not letting me forget so about that. So many nicknames. If it's out on the internet, it's forever, ladies and gentlemen. You know what else? You know what's not forever, though? This is a live show. We watch this on twitch.tv slash games every single day. If you're watching this on YouTube going, why is he talking to his computer screen? This is the first time I've seen this show. Wow, this show's wildly addictive. I think I'm going to subscribe to this channel. Well, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. But don't forget, we do this as a morning show on Twitch every day, and we'd like you to come join us and be in the chat with us. If you're uh, if you're so inclined, you could also subscribe to the channel uh, via Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you get one free Twitch Prime subscription. And if you subscribe, we'll give you a little extra time with us at the end of the session today. It's kind of like when your massage therapist goes, hey, I know we're a little bit over, but I'm going to give you a little something extra. And they go, shwinky, shwinky, shwinky. Jesus Christ. Never had one myself, but I uh, hear they're cool. So I see that Kind of Funny Games is in the chat. Talking about uh, Hove and Bay's anniversary. Ten years strong today. Ten years strong today. And you all thought it couldn't happen. Couldn't last. They didn't fucking believe it for a second. Are you talking about Beyonce and Jay? Yeah. Ten years. Ten years is usually the mark that I've noticed where celebrity marriages completely crumble and fall apart. So I give them five more years before they're... You know, just differences. I mean, like, when he cheated on her, that was one of the biggest things in the last couple years. Yeah, they figured it out. Yeah. So, did I he mean, really cheat on her, though? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or did he just do it, like, is he just, just rapping on it? Just Maybe. Who knows? That's why they're so good. 
Oh, no, all kidding aside, I'm glad they're still going strong. Uh, it's nice to see a celebrity marriage uh, actually last for once. It's a good, it's a good uh, example of, of what marriage can be. You mm-hmm. know, you marry someone who's also a superstar, you make millions of dollars, have a couple kids, and then uh, I guess that's it. That's where you go. Stand Ricky by Iglesias your is still married to that lady, right? Enrique Iglesias? Yeah. To Anna Kornikova? Yeah. I hope so. I think that's still happening. Man, they're hot. This is that's impressive. a hot couple. Yeah. Chat, uh, cool guy can look it up. Let us know in the chat. No, I'll tell you one thing right now, though. Um, you know who's not married anymore? Mm-hmm. J-Lo and Mark Anthony. That was a while ago. I know, but I liked that couple a lot. I was like, this is a tumultuous salsa. You know, it's like a hot sauce of a couple, and it just didn't work out I for think them. It might be a little racist. No, racist. No, hot sauce is just spice, spicy. That's what I'm saying. It's like a whole you bunch of stuff salsa going in there. before that. Yeah, like a salsa hot sauce. <laughs> salsa spicy. Okay. When's the last time you had a salsa where you're like, not spicy? Not spicy. I, I mean, like they put onions get, in it for a reason. The they put onions in it for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of housekeeping things before we get into a lot of good news stories today. Coming up on the show, uh, we do have we're going to talk about strange things for Stranger Things: The Rock versus Vin Diesel feud, maybe breaking my heart, uh, and then uh, some more Indiana Jones Five news. And then Big <sighs> Kev's going to round out. Stop. Big Kev's going to round out the show with a little bit of a, his his spoiler free impressions on Isle of Dogs, Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs. Before we get to that, remember. If you guys want to give either me or the Great Wall of Kevin a tip and include a fun clip in that, we read those at the $5 or above level or 500 bits, which a lot of you have, you guys have been sleeping on these bits, and rightfully so, because I don't understand how they work and neither do you. Uh, first thing in the housekeeping, uh, this episode of the Kind of Funny Morning Show is brought to you by kindoffunny.com slash store, where we have the new Letterman jacket up just in time for prom. That is fantastic. Get you God, one of those. I love that jacket. Here's what I'm saying, Kev. If yep. you took this jacket off, put the Letterman jacket on, you'd be ready for prom. Done. Sure, sure. Tie sure. suit. I'm telling you guys right now, this could be the look you go with. Letterman jacket, suit, like underneath. I, I, I love this jacket. I wear it every other day. You do love it. Yeah. I'm just saying, shirt and tie underneath it, Letterman jacket above cool, it, you're ready to rock and roll. Can you can you go grab the Letterman jacket that's in the closet? I'll put it on. I'll show the kids. Are you transitioning right now? Yeah. You gonna take it off and put that on? Yep. That's just a whole lot of pink on that shirt. Yeah, sure is. Jesus. A lot of pink. Mary and Joseph. It's a good that shade of pink. Is, great shade of pink. That is a great shade of pink. <sighs> All right. Uh, well, I was gonna say bring up a couple. Oh, speaking of prom, prom tickets are on sale right now. If you guys want to go to kindoffunny.com slash tickets. Uh, this one? Well, there was an open one. Same one? Yeah, well, I mean, well, I'll take that one, sure. Yeah, just take that one. There you go. Oof. That was so dangerous. What? That almost slid right into the LaCroix It would have been fun. Yeah. Uh, cool guy, bring up the prom ticket site, please. Uh, tickets are on sale right now. Early bird tickets, $60 for general admission. VIPs are unfortunately sold out. We sold out of those in the first hour of first tickets. First like five minutes. You guys can still get the $60 tickets. Uh, don't wait, though, because after April 30th, they go up to $70. <laughs> so that's just your, your normal. It looks good. Yeah, I like looks it. Looks good. Uh, and then in... Second to last piece of housekeeping news, of course, uh, this ridiculous competition continues. Uh, today's <laughs> contestants in the kind of funny best friends of the show, March Madness into April, uh, is Portillo's versus Wing Wings. No surprise here, Portillo's is trouncing Wing Wings. Now, largely be- because Wing Wings is a local San Francisco establishment and Portillo's is nearly nationwide. So uh, there you go. Nearly nationwide is a little. From Chicago w- to California? It's covering it, a lot of it's ground there. In Chicago and in California. There's no middle states, right? That's two more states. That's two states more than it's Wing one Wings. One state true. more than Wing Wings. Both are fine, fine establishments. 
God, I gotta give Portillo it. Here. Here's the deal. I love wing wings. I would probably give this to wing wings. I'm gonna vote for. Wing I wings. gave it to Portillos. I mean, you can right there on your computer. Yeah, I'm gonna do it in a second. I don't think you are. I'm hosting the show. Fuck it, I'll do it right now. Uh, wing wings, a phenomenal establishment. But Portillos, man, like every time we go, it's such an adventure. Well, you just like Portillos because they have your favorite thing on the planet, milkshakes. Not just milkshakes. They have the chocolate cake milkshake. They do, and every is, single time, whoo! every time you get it. You look at me and you smile and there's bits of chocolate cake That's in your true. teeth He's and lying. you go, Nick, they put chocolate cake in this. I do say that. I feel like I do say that to you. And I'm like, Kevin, that can't be good for either your body or your soul. And you go, Nick, I don't care. I'm only young once. I'm true. still having lots of sex. This and so I don't have diabetes yet. And I said, live I until you I, this I is why I, what did I say? What does Uncle Nick tell you? Live until you die. <laughs> live until you live die. It's until true. you die. Uncle Nick does say that a lot. I say a lot of things. Eat a healthful diet, but on the other side of it, I say live until you die. Live until you die. The Nick Scarpino story. Live until you die. The next piece of housekeeping news comes from none other than Cool Greg. Cool Greg effect. What's slapping this weekend? So Mega Ran has asked me to You host. gotta bring this up. We can't see it. There you go. So Megaran has asked me to host his show uh, with him, Smoke Dizza, and Open Mike Eagle, and I'm very excited. It's this Friday. I highly recommend if you're going to WrestleMania or if in the New Orleans area, you come check it out and hang out with some gangsters. It's really exciting. When he says gangsters, though, he means figuratively speaking. Half and half. There's not... He means 100% figuratively speaking. You're going to be safe if you go to the show. It's going to be super fun. Uh, what's the next thing, Cool Greg? The next thing is, so on the day of WrestleMania, we're doing a best friend meetup. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to do this. Want to get drunk and mob it to WrestleMania. Is Aaron together. Rose the name of the bar you're meeting up, or is that just a person that will be there? That is the name of the bar. Okay, because yeah. it'd be hilarious if they were like, yeah. Aaron Rose is also gonna be there. Who's Aaron Rose? Just a friend. Yeah, just someone I think you should know. So yeah, you guys definitely should come through. Got a bunch of shit from my like Cameron Cup autographs. I got some Xavier Woods autographs. It's gonna be fun. You got ah. little giveaways. Hell yeah. That's that dope. window is open. That's what I'm hearing. Do you see that one up oh, top there? Oh, the top. That's weird. I'm like, some level of sound is breaking through to these fucking eagle ears well, also, right here. They're, they're like hurricane windows. They're not made to Eagle like, ears! Sound. There you go. There you go. Look at that. Quiet as a mouse in here. Sure. Quiet as a mouse. Quiet as a can mouse. Can you hear a mouse skittering around? No, because they're fucking ninjas. I think you They're can. the ninjas of the varmint world. You've heard mice before. Mice? I do. I, I, I lived in an apartment where we had rats. Oh, no. And rats? Then, like full-blown rats? Oh, yeah. Like, oh. sewer rats would sneak in. There was one point where, like, I lived with Ty Root, and Ty would keep bread on top of the fridge. And Ty was not a man of subtleties. When Ty wanted to open a container, he had, like, bear-like strength. So if it was, like, you know, you'd go in to look at, um, uh, like, uh, boxes of cereal that he'd open, and it looks like he just fucking exploded them from the inside out. So I used to assume that every time I kept finding this, these packets of bread that were whittled through in the back, <laughs> I just thought You're it was like, Ty. Oh, Ty is ripping it open, and then just taking yeah. a bite and chucking it down. It out. Yeah. I just thought it was, right? God bless Ty, but he just doesn't, he, just, he was just like, whatever, I don't give a shit. So we would find these, we would find bread, and I, finally I asked him, I was like, Ty, why do you keep opening the bread? Why do you keep burrowing a hole from the back of the bread? And then just sucking a fucking piece of bread out of the, out of the hole, and he's like, "I thought you were doing that." <laughs> Turns out we had rats that would crawl up oh, no. the side of yeah. the fridge and eat them and go down. And we had like a family of rats living in the house. And I asked the exterminator, I was like, "Can we just put, like, how do we deal with this?" And he's like, "I got to put traps out." And so we're like, "Okay." These were horrifying. Have you ever seen or heard a rat get snapped in a trap? No, it not is, a rat. Mice, yes, but not, is, not a rat. They squeal. They scream like a fucking human being. They go, <laughs> No, God. You just hear yeah. it go, snap. And like, 
man, it's traumatizing. And we had to like Rochambeau to who's gonna go in there and like stomp it out and clean out the trap. Stop but it was it for out. like months. And I finally called the exterminator. Months? Like, yeah, because the fucking rats, they, rats don't just have one rat. They have like 400 rats. And they just kept like, oh wait, I still, I, for whatever reason, we kept putting the bread up there, I don't know why. Um, yeah. They were like, they kept getting trapped behind the, the, the fridge. So like for months, we just would hear the fucking snap and we'd be like, God damn it. And hopefully, like, hopefully it would snap its neck and just kill it clean. But every once in a while, I would catch it midway and oh. they would just be like trying to like, just like so, shrimp yeah, out of yeah, the fucking yeah. trap, like jujitsu well, style. And, and that's but they worse, couldn't because eventually they're gonna die from those injuries. Yeah. And then you're gonna have a dead rat in the middle of the wall. It's yeah. gonna smell real good. Well, that was what, that was what he said. He was like, I can't give them poison. Because I was like, Can we just poison these fucking things? Because you would take the rat out. And the guy was like, oh, just reset the trap. And I'm like, bro, I'm not fucking opening up the trap, dumping out the dead carcass of the rat. No, sir. And putting it you back are going to sell That's me your 20 traps. Job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, oh, no, you're going to sell my landlord 20 traps. Yeah. And they're going to build them to them because I'm yeah. not fucking doing this. Sure. And finally, I was like, can we just poison these things? Can, we have the capability. Can we napalm these fuckers and have them bring it back to the nest? And he goes, you don't want to do that because the rats are in your wall, which is the scariest sentence he could have said to a person who's paranoid like me. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're in the fucking walls? Like, I'm looking at the walls, like there's rats climbing everywhere just peering at me for when I'm asleep. And he goes, if you if you give them the poison, they go into the walls and they die and then they stink for months. Months. It's better to just snap them in half with a trap and then just throw the trap out. And eventually we just moved. I don't think we ever solved that you know, problem. I think the rats beat us. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Uh, uh, we used to have, so go to New Orleans today, <laughs> this weekend, and go see Cool Craig and Mega Ryan in New Orleans. That's going to be what you want to do. What did you used to have? Oh, um, my room. Cool like, Craig, can you grab me a tissue? Sorry. I slept in a loft bed that was really high, mm-hmm. like right up next to the ceiling, because I like that claustrophobic feeling. And uh, there was a like the attic above me, and there was a grate right next to it that had bro- like a hole had broken into it. So pigeons every year would come in and... Lay like I don't know, I have babies and stuff. So every like for like three months, I would hear like scurrying around up there, and I'd be like, "Ah, oh, the pigeons are back." Yeah, that was it. Oh, they weren't rats. No, they weren't rats. They well, were pigeons. Pigeons are kind of like rats, but that fly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it was the attic, so it was completely separated. There was no way for them to get access to the house. So it was just nice hearing. I'll a take scurrying. a pigeon over a rat any yeah. day. Because let me tell you, man. Leading up to that, I would be hanging out, and I'd be like, "Do you hear something running around the floor?" Jesus. We just thought it was like. No, we were watching like Lost, like you know. I'm like, is this thing running around the floor? Nah, can't be. Surround sound. You just hear shit running around at yeah. night, and you're like, nah. And then you find out that it's Whoa, real. Wait, you ever see them? Yeah. Like, just out of like corner of your eyes, just fucking. I see them in movie. I think I see uh, mice in movie theaters all the time. Really? Yeah. At the, at the movie theater downtown, when we were watching uh, Last Jedi, uh-huh. I was walking up the stairs, and I was I looked over. I thought the stairs started moving, and I was like, what the fuck? And I saw a rat look like a mouse look at me, and they go and just scurry up the stairs. We have them all over the city. Mm-hmm. Mice and rats. I don't think we have a lot of rats, but we have a lot of mice. Yeah, I, yeah. I've seen mice around the city. And I have one incredibly fat, insanely well-fed raccoon that just keeps fucking with our trash can. And he's getting bold, Kevin. <laughs> and his ass is getting fat. And I'm uh, like, it's only a matter of time, raccoon. Can't trust these before bold Before you ones. can't run as yeah. fast anymore. And then fucking... Something's going to catch you. Something's going to catch Not me. No, I'm no, terrified no, something, of something. Thing. One what it does is from it runs into my uh, my garbage can, picks out protein, chicken, eats it on the third step. I don't know why. We have these steps that lead up to my yeah. the house. You've seen them in the back. He just eats it there, and that which I'm like, that's so stupid. You can't like you're pigeonholing yourself on the step. You got to go up or down. You can't. You see what I'm saying? So when we catch him, he looks up at us like we're interrupting his dinner, and then realizes 
the hilarity of the situation, and then throws the chicken over his shoulder, and then saunters his fat ass down the <laughs> stairs and just runs into my garage. You need a like, high-powered um, squirt gun. So I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. No. Like a BB gun. No. I don't want to kill no, it. No. Yeah, no, 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 don't kill it. But I feel like if you shoot him enough times with this water gun my thing in is, the face, I'm one, eventually my, he's going to be like, ah, fuck this place. I feel like the raccoon is represents the delicate ecosystem of my garbage can in that I don't see any other things around but the raccoon. So theoretically speaking, the raccoon is eating all the mice or the rats or the spiders mm-hmm. that I would normally see, and it's the circle of life. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, if I kill the raccoon, what am I inviting upon myself? A mountain lion? Is the raccoon keeping the mountain lions in bed? You don't get a lot of mountain lions. Is there a koala bear overhead that's like, I'm going to fuck with Nick, but I'm not going to today because the fat raccoon with its big fat ass. This thing's got a dumper on it, by the way. It is a fucking milkshake machine. The raccoon. Raccoons are serious creatures, man. They are, they are. Everyone sleeps on raccoons because they're cuddly looking, but they have razor sharp fucking claws Mm -hmm. and they have fangs. You can't see them because they're so cuddly and cute. But everyone, we've anthropomorphized raccoons via rocket raccoon. Mm-hmm. They're not like that, man. Do not taunt a raccoon. Jared do Petty, I, what I, do you got to say about a raccoon? I had to punt a raccoon once. Punt it? I think you yeah. told us this story yeah, all the time. I was attacked by a raccoon once. Yeah. And you kicked it? I had to. I didn't want to, but it charged me. You um, liked it a little bit, though, right? No, I did not at all. I don't want to hurt an animal ever. But the raccoon this one wanted to hurt you, though. Yeah, I, raccoons, seriously, though, don't, don't shoot Yeah, don't fuck with raccoons. Water gun, don't. Well, from your window is what I meant. No, don't. From don't your back window. Wild animal. No, no, no. I'm deaf. That's what I'm saying. I see the raccoon, and I think to myself, "Well, I'm the one that put the garbage out." Uh huh. And you guys, if, I, if if the grid outdoors has taught us anything, it's that raccoons love fucking with garbage cans. I know this. I'm a student of the '80s cinema. Yeah. So that's just the way it goes. Uh, I'm also a gigantic wuss when it comes to anything. Uh huh. So if I, if it came down to it, and I had to get close to a ra- close enough to a raccoon to kick it. No, I'm running the other way. Well, again, I, I didn't go after him. He came for me. And it, it, don't no, I, I'm not blaming you in this situation. I'm 100% oh, no, no, blaming Jerry. I, I, I think he likes kicking raccoons. Where I live right Let's now, make that a rumor, guys. And so every time I take the garbage out, there's like a one in five chance that there's going to be a raccoon waiting. Yeah. These raccoons, they are, they are not frightened of me. No. And you know why? And here's what I learned a long time ago. When I went to UC Irvine, when I went to college at Irvine, yeah. uh, the dorms had an infestation of raccoons. Mm-hmm. And the terrifying thing, when you're not used to raccoons, is that you see one, but but the, the rule is if you see a raccoon, there's probably five more waiting in the wings to just yep. come out and fuck you up. And you'd look over, and underneath the dorms, they would be like, we put the trash cans out, and then you walk up a little flight of stairs into the dorms. So for whatever reason, they built them under with underneath. Plenty of space for the raccoons to fucking build an entire fort worth of them. Yeah. You'd look over and you'd just see the shine in their eyes. Like shine just in their a eyes. bunch of like five sets of eyes, and you were like, I am one raccoon versus me, I'm losing. Have you seen five that? raccoons? No one's gonna find my body. They're gonna drag me underneath this fucking dorm and eat me alive, and I'm gonna I'm dead. Have you seen the video of someone walking on their deck and with like dog food and they start like putting it on the ground and then out of the like space between the boards, little fucking raccoon fingers come up and grab but like an insane like human amount. Fingers and too. They're yeah, terrifying. That's what someone was saying They're in the terrifying. chat. Terrifying. Terrifying. Very they unsettling. Wash their food, they use those little fingers. They actually wash their food before they eat it if they can. Oh my god. They're getting smarter. No, they're really smart. We need to beat them. They're like the honey badger of major metropolitan areas. Yeah, they are. You ever seen how smart a honey badger is? Oh yeah, they're they're 
I saw that video with that guy. Dude, I saw, I forget, I was watching one of those uh, Netflix shows about fucking nature or whatever, and they were talking, I think it was the honey badger, maybe it was a weasel, some sort of weasel-like marmot creature. They were like, we trapped him in a hole, and he built a fucking bridge. He was like, Scott, and just like karate chopped a tree down, and like climbed up the tree and was like, what up now, motherfuckers? Pace! And just bounced into the night. Terrifying. And then I just like to imagine that at some point, even though this thing was in Africa, it still hung out with Cool Greg that night. Yeah. Gang shit. Let's go into some news. That was, that's a record. 21 minutes for the housekeeping. Take that, YouTube comments. Oh, I hate when they talk about stupid shit for 20 minutes. Well, that's all this show is. I'm just kidding. It's only one of you guys out there. You know who you are. First news story. Are you keeping up on this? Are you no. a fan of what Stranger Things? Uh, I am indeed a fan of Stranger Things. I very much enjoyed the first and second season. And I want more of it, but not too much more, Nick. No, no, no. We're hitting that two, final limit. You know what Two I mean? to three more seasons. I'd say two seasons. Max. Two seasons. And they could shorten it to six episodes. Yeah. We don't need eight episodes. No, I like eight episodes. Give us... I want them to become like... Middle-aged teens, you know, just because you're having relations. Nope, that's too far. Is that why? I want you them to. I bastard. want them to dabble with love. You want to see them do some heavy, heavy petting or no, grinding? No, see, too far. You stop. I don't like that smile you have on your face. You want them to get 18 so that we could see some some skin, right? Is that what you're no, talking about? No, that's not what I'm saying. Well, this story has nothing At to do all. with that, ladies and gentlemen. This comes from Deadline. Uh, yesterday, a news story broke that uh, a guy named Char- a filmmaker named Charlie Kessler. Uh, is claiming that the Duffer Brothers stole his idea and turned that idea for a feature-like film into what is now Stranger Things. Uh, the Duffer Brothers have released a response. I'll read the story. This is written by Greg Evans over on Deadline if you want to check it out. An attorney for the Duffer Brothers says a plagiarism lawsuit filed yesterday by filmmaker Charlie Kessler is, quote, completely meritless and, quote, just an attempt to profit from the success of Stranger Things. Uh, quote, Mr. Kessler's claim is completely meritless, said Alex Koner, attorney for the Duffers. He had no connection to the creating, to creation or development of Stranger Things. The Duffer Brothers have not Neither seen Mr. Kessler's short film nor discussed any project with him. This is just an attempt to profit from other people's creativity and hard work. The statement follows yesterday's lawsuit in Los Angeles Superior Court by Kessler, who directed the short film Montauk, I think that's how you say that, that debuted at the 2012 Hamptons International Film Festival. Kessler claimed he pitched the Montauk concept to Matt and Ross Duffer in April 2014 at the Tribeca Film Festival party and later presented, quote, the script, idea, story, and film to the duo that they allegedly used to develop their hit series. Kessler says the Duffers used the working title The Montauk Project during the early stages of Stranger Things, which was originally set in the Long Island town of the title, Montauk, that makes sense, uh, a setting later changed to Indiana, as Deadline reported in 2015 when Netflix, which was not named in the suit, greenlit Stranger Things to the series. The project was called Montauk, with a logline that read, Des- uh, described as a love letter to the 80s classics, that captivated generation, the series is set in 1980 Montauk, Long Island, where a young boy vanishes into thin air. Uh, as friends, family, and local police search for answers, they are drawn into an extraordinary mystery involving top-secret government ex- uh, experiments, terrifying supernatural forces, and one very strange little girl. Kessler's Montauk story involved a missing boy, a nearby military base, conducting experiments on children, and a monster from another dimension that looks like a toy. Let me stop. Let me put a pin in that right there. Monsters in the shape of toys are terrifying. Am I interrupting your texting? Do you need to look at that? Uh, no, I wasn't texting. There's another story that come, came up that I don't know we should bring up, and I really wanted to read it. I'm sorry. You can put it on the docket if you want to read it later. I don't know. We should. Okay. It's well, related then to Star Wars. Oh, that's fine. Mr. Yasman everyone is spamming it. We've matured. We have we? matured. Because I think I can say that with uh, great confidence. I haven't. Monsters that look like toys, that we said? So here's the, 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 the thrust of this. Mm-hmm. 
if this guy really pitched this. Now, actually, let me continue reading because in the in the 2013 article, see both Kessler and Montauk, both Kessler's Montauk and Netflix and Stranger Things were created long after the 1992 book called The Montauk Project: Experiments in Time, Spread ta uh, Spread Tales, and Countless Conspiracy Theories about Secret Government Experiments at a place called Camp Hero in Montauk, Long Island. In the 2013 article about famous conspiracy theories, New York Magazine included the Montauk Experiments tales, describing Camp Hero as quote the East Coast's Area 51 where decommissioned underground laboratories allegedly once investigated teleportation and time travel, among other things. So it sounds like the this guy's, this filmmaker's, Charlie Kessler's story was heavily influenced by other stories. This other this other book that came out uh, about the Montauk experiment project, experiments. The Montauk project, experiments in time. But this doesn't necessarily preclude him from having developed this idea and presented it to the Duffer brothers. So I'll, mm -hmm. like at first I was like, oh, this guy's just trying to profit. But it kind of sounds like it's possible that he may have influenced the formation of Stranger like, Things. Where is the line then? That is the you question. Know, like, like, sure, maybe he went in there and he was like, hey, it's about time traveling and all this crazy thing's gonna happen. And they were like, he walked out and they were like, what if we do something different where it's an interdimensional thing right. and in the, based in what, 70s, 80s? I don't, yeah, know, I, 80s. Don't, I don't know if this was necessary. yeah, I guess, yeah, And they like, 80s. you know, totally changed like, it, it no longer is the pitch. Like, where is the line of, like, uh, it's still stealing my idea? I don't know. Mm. And that is, un unfortunately, for a court to decide, I think. Mm. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, Hollywood works on people pitching all the time. It mm. doesn't necessarily work on, hey, I'm going to give you a screenplay, you like it. You've also signed a piece of document saying that you have this. It's generally like, hey, we're at a party, I have this idea. And it's kind of taken on a uh, a verbal agreement or a verbal contract saying, like, hey, like I'm telling you this yeah, idea, yeah. don't steal my don't shit. Steal Having said that... People steal shit. The people steal shit. Yeah. So the onus is on you to kind of like protect that a little bit. But if someone comes in and it's like, hey, I've got an idea for a movie. This dude's going to be in a building. He's a cop. Right. Uh, the building gets taken over by terrorists. He has to make his way up and save everyone. Right. And then someone else is like, Die that's Hard a good idea. Movie. Now let me write a script for Die Hard. Right. Like, if someone inspired you with an idea, does that count for like the script that came out out of it? This is a question I ask on a micro level when I do comedy. Because people have what's called a premise. The premise is basically like the setup for a joke, right? You have the premise, the setup, and the punchline. And people talk about this a lot. Like Amy Schumer got in trouble for this because she had similar premises to other jokes. And people said she was stealing jokes. Mm -hmm. And other people were claiming, no, she just had similar, similar jokes because we're all very, very much the same. And now that we're so aware of like social media and people right. are sharing all these ideas, open, yeah. everything's out there, right? Yeah. So if I wrote a joke about being you know, married, am I stealing a joke from Louis C.K. or am I just interpreting what it's like to be married from him? And that is... That from it, him it, or from your own experience? Well, that's what I'm saying. If, like, if Louis C.K. is like, oh, like for instance, I had a joke about uh, like dick pics, right? Mm -hmm. I have that joke. Other people make jokes about that. So it's like how similar my, my, my premise and my, my punchline is to their jokes, there's a there's a gray area or a, or, or a micro area in there where you're like, oh, and that's what I have to ask myself. Is I'm like, am I being inspired and influenced by other people's ideas? Am I taking that a step further and putting my own spin on it? And is that okay? Because if it's not okay, I have all of my jokes are, are, are off the table because I have very similar yeah, experiences I, to every other white dude out there who's married. I feel like with with jokes, it's like, is it the same joke? Like, yeah. is the punchline the same? And like, did you directly steal it from this yeah. person? Like, if there's like, I understand that two jokes can come into existence and be very similar. Yeah. But like, 
That's because we all have similar. Well, that's also that's that's yeah. also stuff that happens. Like every once in a while, you'll write a joke, but like that's hilarious. You'll hear someone else say something very very, very similar. similar. You're like, that dude could not have possibly heard my stuff. It's just entirely possible that he and I reached the same stupid bad joke conclusion from two different sectors of the planet, and we just happened to say it right. Mm-hmm. And then the question becomes, should, th- my my theory on that, not that I have a tremendous experience with it, but my theory on that is probably not worth doing the joke. Really? So, well, I mean, like if it's that generic of a joke. That someone else could have that's, possibly come up with that. Maybe really don't. Maybe don't to, think too far. That's through a really it. good way to think about but it. But bringing it's it back, to, bringing it back to Stranger Things, this does sound oddly like this guy helps develop something that became Stranger Things. And again, I'm just basing it off of the article I read yesterday and this article here on Deadline. But I would be, I'm going to be interested to see where this goes because I feel like if this guy's got a script and a short film and the, there's there are enough similar elements in that, the Duffer Brothers are going to have and Netflix are probably going to have to pay this guy. And that's not uncommon, but we'll see. And again, I don't know. Like that, is, that is for a court. That is for the writers' guild. That is for the guilds to decide. Like, look, there. and this happens a lot where people will look at different manuscripts and go, "Oh no, there's a, enough similarities here that we believe that this person has a rightful claim, and mm-hmm. he'll get credit for it." As to whether or not he'll actually get like, you know, a big payment out of it, or royalties, or something like that, or a creator. Because that's the sad thing is that this guy really did help create this, and he's never going to be known as the creator of, of Stranger Things. Like, that's it's sad. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the like, number. I, st- I, I still go back to like if he came in and pitched them this uh, show, like the outline for this show, because that's usually how it is, mm-hmm. right? They pitch like an outline, and they're like, "This is what it's going to be. This is what I'm thinking." Like, does that still count? Like, as being yeah. the creator, really? Yeah. I mean, look, if I came to you and said, "Look, I've got an outline for a character," and you were like, "That's cool," and then you just took every single point of that. And then just took it from Montauk and put it in Indiana and changed the name of the characters. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, gave you that idea. I, would, I did I would the write, groundwork. I would for write you. a script and like, yeah, I create a story that mm-hmm. may not be in line with yours. It it it's up for, I believe it's up to the courts or in certain situations if you don't want to involve court, it becomes a writers guild situation uh, mm-hmm. uh, issue then. And the writers guild will look at what you did and go, hey, this is what was was put out there. We will side with you. It happens all the time with rewrites, by the way. So, like, if you if you rewrite something, the 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 actual credit that appears on screen more often than not will be contested. Because I could be like, dude, I wrote like, because there'd be like nine writers on a script. Right, right, right. So famously, people will come in and go, oh, I'll do a rewrite, I'll do a rewrite, rewrite. But then the guild has to look at all of those rewrites and try to figure out who wrote the most of it, who gets the actual credit. That's why when you see it, it's like written by so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so, mm. those can mean different things. Then It doesn't mean that all three of those guys sat in a room together. It means right. that at one point, Kevin wrote for six months, got fired. Then I wrote for one month, got fired. But we wrote enough of it so that it's sim- like you know enough of it to warrant credit, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And it's, it gets wildly contested. People actually get, like, I forget what, one of the examples of it, but people sue other people over it, and then the guild has to get involved. Because there's also a royalty issue. If you get a credit, you get more royalties. You get more, uh, not royalties, um, what do they call them? It's called. Is it, isn't it Rosie's? No, it's uh, royalties. Is in music. Residuals. Residuals. That's what you get for a writer. Uh, someone was bringing up. Hey, Nick, you should watch the. Uh, who said this? Someone in the comments said, Nick, you should watch the YouTube video of Amer- Amy Schumer stealing jokes. Uh, I should actually. I I don't know. I don't know that full story. I just know she got accused of it. Um, and people are comparing her to Carlos Mencia. Carlos Mencia. He like straight up stole jokes, right? Like there's. Oh, that's what it was. Top Boog, Boog says, Nick, you should watch the compilations on YouTube of Amy Schumer stealing jokes. It's fucking ridiculous. I'll have to go check that out. Um, 
because I know that there are a lot of there are a lot of comics that that have gotten a lot of shit over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlos Mencia probably being the number one. I think Dane Cook got a little roasted for for stealing some jokes. It wasn't Amy Dane Schumer. Cook what you were saying where it was like. No, these are my own jokes that, like, sure, they're similar to these people. But it's that that I don't know. That I, but I do know I have Carlos watched... Mencia, like, done because of it, though, right? Well, yeah. Because he had the Mencia show or something like that. He had that. the Mida Mencia. He was a big deal. Uh-huh. And there are literally... There's that video, if you go watch... Like, there's the, the, the thing that Joe Rogan did where he's basically, like... He was introducing Carlos Mencia as Carlos Menstelia. And Carlos Mencia got pissed at him. Mm-hmm. And then somebody made this, like... He made the dumb decision of going, give him a mic, and Joe Rogan got a mic and just tore him apart and was like, dude, here are five examples of jokes that you stole. Like, here are, and they actually, whoever compiled the video was like, and went back and found those jokes like five years earlier. Yeah. And verbatim. And that's the problem is, Mencia is a great performer, and he did the jokes well. Yeah. But they weren't his jokes. And it's like, you, you just can't do that, man. Yeah. You can't be stealing other people's jokes. In this day and age, you can't do that because people are going to fucking know. Everyone records everything. Mm-hmm. I have all of my sets, my important sets recorded. So if someone stole one of my jokes, I can put, point back to it. Like, no, I did yeah, that in a laundry mat fucking a year and a half ago. You, keep, you can't tell me that you've been doing that for the longest time. But having said that, I have zero fucking pull in any industries. So I'd be like, well, I guess I just have to stop doing that joke. But that's the sad thing is if like, Carlos Mencia does your joke, it's his joke now. Because he did it on air. It's his. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, how do you fight against that unless you have someone as prolific as Joe going, like, fuck you, you can't do this shit anymore? It's pretty crazy. Oh, with social media and like the fact you have a large following. Well, Amy, you can I put mean, put that in front of people. I mean, Amy Schumer got in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. And she's, she was as big as it got. Like, her. She still is, though, right? But two years ago, she was the fucking it person. Like, when she did Trainwreck, uh-huh. and that, which by the way is hilarious. She's funny as fuck. Uh, but she did Trainwreck, she had the Amy Schumer show, like she had all those things going on for her, man, that was her year. And then like to hear, to hear people go like, hey, some of your writers may have pinched some of these jokes. It's rough, it's rough. Not something you wanna see. Uh, all right, let's, let's go to the next news story. Cool, Greg. This is another one that's heartbreaking. This comes from Slash Film. Dwayne Johnson, unsure if he's returning for Fast and Furious 9. The candy-ass saga continues, this reads. The bad blood between Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Vin Diesel is apparently so palpable that there's a chance Johnson might be done with the main Fast and Furious franchise. It's a small chance, by the way. Johnson is currently working on Fast, the Fast and Furious spinoff, co-starring Jason Statham, but when asked if he might return for Furious 9, Johnson said he's, quote, not quite sure. Uh, the days of Luke, Luke Hobbs appearing in the Fast and Furious franchise may be numbered as we have... Uh, have, as we may have the bad blood between Johnson and Vin Diesel to blame. Johnson and Diesel, the two biggest names in Fast and Furious franchise, don't get along very well. The beef between Johnson and Diesel gained notoriety when Johnson took to social media to bemoan certain male co-stars in the film. Quote, there's no other franchise that gets my blood boiling more than this one, he wrote. An incredible, hardworking crew. Universal Studios Entertainment has been great partners as well. My female co-stars is always amazing and I love them. My male co-stars, however, are a different story. Some conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals while others don't. The ones that don't are too chicken shit to do anything about it anyway. Candy asses. While Johnson Jesus. didn't name names at the time, it was assumed that he was primarily talking about Vin Diesel. In a candid interview with the Rolling Stone, uh, with Rolling Stone, Johnson opens up about the bad blood between himself and Diesel. Quote, Vin and I I've had a few discussions, including an important face-to-face in my trailer, Johnson tells Rolling Stone, quote, and what I came to realize is that we had a fundamental difference in philosophies on how we approach movie making and collaborating. It took me some time, but I'm grateful for that clarity, whether we have, we have worked together, whether we work together again or not. 
the quote, whether we work together again or not, comment caused Rolling Stone interview to, uh, to inquire as to to inquire if this was an indication Johnson might not be returning for Furious 9. Here's Johnson's answer. Quote, I'm not quite sure. Right now I'm, con- I'm concentrating on making the spinoff Hobbs and Shaw co-starring Jason Statham as good as it can be. But I wish him all the best and I harbor no ill will there just because of the clar- uh, just because of the clarity we have. Actually, you can erase that last part of no ill will. We'll just keep it with the clarity. <laughs> So it sounds like there's no love loss between these two people. Which is sad. It's really sad. Now, do you remember why they had the beef? The beef, if I remember correctly in chat, correct me if I'm wrong, was that Dwayne The Rock Johnson shows up on time prepared and Vin Diesel doesn't see that as as a necessity to making these movies. Is that the way it was? I thought it was the other way around. No. Okay. from From what I remember reading. Yeah. The Rock is the consummate professional, would show up, treat the crew amazing, yeah. be on time, and Vin Diesel just was like, fuck it, I don't give a shit about anything. Oh, man, I'm Vin that Diesel, sucks. And I've got the ego and all that stuff. And so The Rock was like, yo, you can't like be treating people this way. Like We need to be professionals. And I guess that was just not cool with Vin. And like when The Rock calls you... That's weird. I'm going to tell you one thing right now. If you follow The Rock on Instagram, this is the guy that is the, defi- the definition of putting the work in. Yeah. And the reason he is the highest paid star on the fucking planet right now... Is, is he? Be- he was a couple. Of years Did he beat ago. out what's his face? Nobody beats Mark Wahlberg. Nobody beats Mark. Nobody Wahlberg. beats Mark Wahlberg. No, but he's one of the biggest male stars, uh, male actors in Hollywood today. Second to Mark Wahlberg. Just want to make clear that Mark Wahlberg last year. I think he. Di- I think he dipped last year. Male. I don't think he was the highest paid. All right, last well, the year, year. before it was two years that. ago, sixty-eight point five million dollars is mm-hmm. what you're referring for to. acting. To act. To act is what they paid. He Mark nailed Wahlberg. it. You know what I mean? They paid him to act. <laughs> Jokes on all of us. Either way. The Rock's one of those guys that I really feel puts the work in, and that's why he's enjoying a tremendous amount of success. Mm-hmm. And I just, you look at his career versus Vin Diesel's, I mean, other than Fast and Furious, not that Vin Diesel necessarily needs to work. And don't get me wrong, I love Vin Diesel, I love the Pitch Black series, I love the Chronicles of Reddick, all that stuff. But I just feel like The Rock's doing three movies a year that are mega blockbusters, with the exception of Baywatch. Everyone gets one. Um, Rampage, right around the corner, we'll see how that I comes think it'll out. Be, looks entertaining. Does Am it? I going to see it? Does it? Maybe. I mean, the problem with The Rock now is that he's making too many films too, too good, but I'm waiting for them to come on On Demand. I almost watched Jumanji last week, and I'll probably watch it this week. Jumanji was fun. Supposed to be good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it was the best movie ever made, Look, but man, I thought it was, it was like, oh, When The Rock fun. wants his Academy Award, he'll go get him that Academy Award, okay? Sure. Right now, he's having fun making movies that big old Nick Scarpino can sit down with a big fat Diet Coke and an even bigger popcorn and just watch and have fun and zone out. I got a lot of worries in this world, Kevin. Uh-huh. I'm a stressful human being. Sure. I had my battle with death. One, no big deal. <laughs> you beat him. Beat him on points. Yep. Not a big deal. Um, and I, I just need a break every once in a while. That's what The Rock is here for. And that's what Vin Diesel should be here for, too. But, you know, again, it came down to it like this. When, Vin, when The Rock was feuding with uh, Tyrese, and Tyrese was like, yo, I need, like, I'm out of the series if, if I don't get what I want. I think I speak for the rest of the audience when I say, bye. It, it's been great. It's been great. Yeah. And so if they need to kill Dominic Toretto off and just take the series with I Hobbs can't and believe, Jason Statham, I can't believe, I can't believe that you'd be saying that. Because first off, I believe The Rock instrumental in getting these movies made. I think past right? five, I'm pretty sure they were like, if The Rock's in it, we're in it. No, I mean, the, 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 the franchise makes No, sorry, makes sorry. I meant Van, Vin Diesel instrumental in making. After oh, I'm sure three, he was. Yeah, I'm sure he's like, producer. Wasn't he a producer for three and like really pushed to get that made? I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think that he played an integral part in these movies existing. 
I mean, the franchise. Not only that, is, it's you, his franchise. You put the first one much higher on your list. Of Love like, it. It's number one on my list. Okay, that's crazy. Having but said you'd be that, fine getting rid of Vin Diesel because I don't like people who lose respect for the series. Mm-hmm. Fast and Furious is has taken on a new meaning. I think, and uh, people love this franchise. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, I, I respect how much energy that goes into it. I respect that Vin Diesel is pivotal for this. But if he's going to like, if he's going to shit on the movie series itself, just don't do it. Like, if you don't want to do it anymore, don't do it. I'm making a lot of bold face leaps right now. Yeah, I don't. And a lot think of that, I don't think that he's. But all I know is this: on the I respect all. the Rock. You piss the Rock off. I'm on the Rock side. Okay. All right. I'm also on the Rock side. Yeah. Especially because from what you're telling me, Vin Diesel the problem here. Not going in on time. Not taking it serious. That's what I remember. Yeah. That's what I remember. Chat, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Or if you're in the comments and I'm wrong about that on YouTube, please correct me if I'm wrong on that. I but that's what I remember. Uh, let's see. Mr. Yasmin Thurman says, Diesel is the producer of the film starting with four. Yeah, so I think three. I don't think he had anything to do with three other than they brought him back for the cameo. Because mm-hmm. remember, three was when they were like, really? We're doing another one of these? We got the guy from Better Off Dead or Better Off Tomorrow, Better Luck Tomorrow. Yeah. Better Off Dead. Wait. Uh, that's Lynn, right? Yeah, Justin Lynn. Justin Lynn, that's right. And then he brought, and Justin Lynn brought. If anything, Justin Lynn should be the one that they should just give more money to for making this a well, real franchise. Well, he's doing other movies. Well, he did Star Trek. Yeah. Not well, though. The one that you didn't like. I thought it was fun. I dug it. All right, uh, last news story. We're going a bit long in the tooth today. We're having fun. Oh, I'm having a great time. Uh, this long. comes from Egan.com. Uh, Spielberg, Indiana Jones 5. Says Indiana Jones 5 will likely be Harrison Ford's last, but the series will certainly continue. Just let it end. Let the man die. He's no. been trying to kill himself in a plane for the last 10 years. Just let That's him die. That's not funny. That's not Just funny let at him all. Die now. He had one plane accident. He had two. Didn't he get Did a he couple? have two? No, maybe oh, he just shit. had the one. I think it was just the one. Maybe he got a and golfing like, I think accident. he like broke his leg. He's fine. He yeah, finished he the movie because he's a fucking pro. Uh, this is from Alex Gilliadoff. says, Steven Spielberg believes Indiana Jones 5 will most likely be Harrison Ford's last film as the beloved character. In an interview with The Sun, Spielberg confirmed that the fifth film in the franchise, which, belong, which begins production in April next year, will be Ford's final stint as the treasure hunter. However, the franchise will still continue after him. Quote, this will be Harrison Ford's last Indiana Jones movie, I'm pretty sure. But it will certainly continue after that, Spielberg said. Uh, Did they not say that with the last one, the Crystal Skull? Weren't they like, this is it for him, and we're introducing what's his face? I don't know. LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Boof. Then he went all nuts and started doing naked Sure, movies. and then they were like, uh, never mind. Yeah, we fucked that up. Uh, the filmmaker also touched on who could replace Ford in the role, saying it's time the explorer took, quote, a different form, and that he wouldn't object to a new look uh, Jones being a female character. We'd have, quote, we'd have to change the name from Jones to Joan, Spielberg said. And there would be nothing wrong with that. Well, first of all, you don't have to change the name from Joan to Jones. I think he was being facetious. Well, but I'm saying, no, Jones is his last, last name. name. Yeah. So it could be literally anything other than that. Junior, but I, right? I think he was just joking around about yeah. that. But he's, the funny. idea of him being a, a female character, or the Indiana Jones transitioning over to a female character. Yeah, can we a girl's name? That's fine. We already have Tomb Raider. So what are you going to do? Sure. You're going to make Tomb Raider again? Sure. There you go. Are, if you guys want to see the Indiana Jones movie with a female character, go watch Tomb Raider. It's out in theaters right now. Have I watched it? No. Again, I'll catch it when it comes on the on-demand. What do you think they're going to do? Do you think they're going to just be like, yeah, Shia LaBeouf character, it doesn't matter. Maybe so here, it's Shia LaBeouf's like, daughter. Here's the, the, the question that I have for a lot of these things, is that Indiana Jones, as a franchise, is Harrison Ford. And I don't mean uh-huh. that in that it has to be a guy. I don't care if it's a guy or not. I'm just saying, 
you don't really get an Indiana Jones movie without Harrison Ford. I just don't think that the character, the franchise, really is strong enough if you reinvent that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like James, and I think that's one of the reasons why James Bond has suffered over the years, is because people get burned out on the actual, like the lead, no, and then they just, the last they just recast sucked. Well, that's what I'm saying, is like, there's no, like Ford God, in the first, so that was so bad. Ford in the first three Indiana Jones movies is like, it's iconic. You can't just bring in another actor and be like, hey, we're just doing more Indiana Jones movies. It's just, and, and expect to recreate that magic, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, They absolutely. tried to do it with Ghostbusters, and people like that, people didn't like that. I don't think it was a matter of it being an all-female cast like that, that ruined it. I think you just cannot recreate the magic of that original cast. Yeah. You try, and you try to take it into the new, you know, uh, you try to take it into the next, the future. Um, I think they had great success with, with franchises like 21 Jump Street, where they're like, let's just take it in complete oddball. Which it's is totally really different. Cool. And like, it's great. That's, I feel like that's what you should do. But didn't they tried work to do that with Baywatch. No, it didn't work out with Baywatch. It, they tried to work it out with Ghostbusters. It just didn't quite work out. But I think that like that was more of a script issue. I I don't think or so. Even, like, I think it just it didn't wasn't work in out. that world. It was just too disconnected and right. too like like what was the Hemsworth like? What was he doing? He's so beautiful. Though. He is beautiful. He's just a beautiful man. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Spielberg, this team, they're going to have an all-star team on this, so we'll see what happens with the next few. They had, I an, all-star, wasn't... They had an all-star team on Crystal Skull. All-star team. They had fucking Kate Blanchett, man. She's they the had best. everyone awesome. And then it came out, and we were like, that's not what we wanted. That's not even kind of what we wanted. Yeah, it's just... It's just... It, it does beg the question. It begs the question, can you have mm-hmm. Indy without Harrison? Can you have an Indiana I, I Jones movie? I don't think you can, and I don't think that we have the right Harrison right now. I don't think there'll ever be a Harrison. I feel like this is another one like like Back to the Future where you're just like, put a pin in it, mm-hmm. and let's just mm-hmm. get another idea. See, I feel like Back to the Future, we could have another Back to the Future where it's like, hey, remember the kids? Little dude that put his finger out? What? At the ending of uh, Back to the Future 3. Oh, the little brother? Yeah, no, not the little brother. The Doc Brown's kids. Oh yeah, the one kids. of them like stuck his finger out of this thing and made it look out like of a his penis. Crotch. Yeah, in the shot, I don't remember they're that. panning around. It's a famous like oh my god background that. Is scene. That like an Easter egg? Like, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but like those kids, now they're growing up. They've got a time machine. You know, I, like it would that's be true. Cool. You're absolutely that, like, right. That would be cool, and it totally doesn't have to affect. Anything that came before it. Exactly. Although, you know they'll fuck it I'm up sure. and have digital face replacement on Michael. They'll go back to because 85 like and we'll that. see Michael because J. Fox. Because we like that and it's that like, shit. oh. I hate that shit. I, the only time I've ever liked it is Civil War. But it made sense because it was a digital reproduction of him. That was really good. That was dope. That was really good. But like all the shit they did with Leia nice. in, the, in, the, in The Last Jedi. I, it was too long. Or not, not Had Jedi. it just been a second from behind panning around and her being like, Because it's always Hope. like this. It's just the mouth moving. With what's his face? It no. seems like Who else Grand Animal fucking yeah. Tarkin. Yes, yes, Tarkin. Yeah. They did it way too long. If it was just the reflection off the thing, yeah. that would have been awesome. That would have been enough for us to be like, oh, fuck, he's kind of there. Or just, dead. you know, cast another actor because there's lots of actors that could have played that role. Sure. Not a necessity. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you want to bring up this next news story about about the Star Wars that from Yasmin? I don't no? know. I don't have it open. Well, what was the there. thrust of it? Uh, the J.J. Abrams, that, like, that wasn't his plan for uh, Ray's parentage. Yeah, no shit. And it's just like, cool. That's why you should have figured all that out before you made... You knew it was a trilogy, you know what I mean? Yeah. You knew it was a trilogy. Sit down, be like, these are the beats we need to hit. Do whatever you want to get there. Just hit these beats the problem, on these points. The problem becomes this. The, if they could have sat, if they had the time and the resources 
to sit and write all three movies and plan them out and do all the, re- the, I mean, the script. If, why wouldn't I, they have I, because the time I think the that, Because I think Disney brokered the deal, they bought it, and they said, we immediately have to turn around and get these movies mm-hmm. out. And I think that, I think their original intent was to have JJB sort of like overlooking this with Kasdan. Mm. And I just don't think they had enough time. And same with Ryan Johnson. Like, I just don't think he had enough time to like, I think Ryan Johnson think came in here and was like, I'm going to answer some questions. I'm going to make my mark on Star Wars Saga. And he did. And it's like, cool. Now that's there forever. Well, we'll see what JJ does with the third one. But ultimately, like, yeah, my hope would have been like, hey, give JJ three movies and let him just shepherd yep. all three of those movies. But that's easier said than done. You have to remember, these are movies that take years yeah. to get just one also, together. And man, you fucking burn out on them. Originally, so. JJ didn't want to do more than one. No, he yeah. just wanted to do the one. Yeah, it was But I wish they would have just been like, money, 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 yeah. money, 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 go. Yeah. And again, I think we would have gotten a, a, a series... If JJ had done all three of them, that would have been a solid 80% or 85%. Solid I don't think they would have been like amazing, but I think they would have been an interesting wrap up to the trilogy. Yeah. But now we have the casino planet. Sure. And we'll God. always have that. And I'm sure we'll go back to that planet multiple times to see how those animals are doing because we freed them all. Now it's worth it. Now it's worth it, she said. Because we freed the animals. Now There's, it's worth it to die. They're good. They're just out. All right. Tip time, ladies and gentlemen. If you gave us a tip at the $5 or above level, we will read that along with others. Oh, no cheers. Uh, Shelby B says, Nick and Kevin, my husband and I are loving the morning show. Keep up the amazing work. Nick, my husband, Stephen, has been having a rough week. Can you give him a shout out to lift his spirits? Cool, Greg, give me the one. Stephen, big Nick's thinking about your butthole. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm just thinking about it. I want good butthole health for everyone. Stephen's wife, do something with that butthole. Uh, Justin T. Mars says, hey, fellas, long time no tip. I know mashups are so 2001, but this guy is so good and weird that this made me think of you, Nick. His other videos are great, too, uh, and he gave us a link to that. Now, unfortunately, Kevin is on the show today, so we will have to defer to the great wall of Cool Greg Mm -hmm. uh, to see if this clip is good or not. Cool Greg, it's at your leisure. If you watch this and you don't like it, crumple it up, throw it in the waste bin. Make a big deal about it, though. Make him feel little. Uh, the guy who sent it. Assassin's Keyblades says this tip goes out to Jared for his amazing job rehosted both Kind of Funny Morning Show and Kind of Funny Games Daily on Friday. The man held it down and kept us entertained. Thank you, Jared. And our final tip for today comes from Will Palmer. Says I think it's time to bring back barbecue streams. Man, we haven't barbecued in a while. It's a damn shame. And the weather is fine. It's not great. Uh, it's good it's enough to great. barbecue. It's, it's not never great. great up here. Um, yeah, but for that we'd have to flip Games Daily and the Morning Show. Mm-hmm. So that Greg could have free time to barbecue. And even though I've tried heavily to get those shows flipped, yeah. nobody seems to want to change no, the schedule. I, I, I would love it if this show came after Games Daily for nothing else other than to rub it in Andrea's face that I can go as long as I want. She comes around you the corner. You come in here and be like... I walk around the corner and be like, I don't care. I don't care. No, I'm saying while she's doing No, I know, Games but Daily, I would do the same thing. Yeah. Be like, ha ha, who cares? You yeah. have no power for me anymore. You red-headed person. Um, you red-headed person. You got her good, dude. I did, man. I was trying to... I was trying to... Uh, nah, I got nothing today. Okay. I'm right. throwing shit at a it's wall. It's Wednesday. Can you believe that? Yeah, I know. For how tired we are, it's No, Wednesday. but you know what's funny? is like Greg's gone. Yeah. Greg's in Pax East, by the way. If you guys are over going to Pax East, you should hang out with Greg. And to bring Follow some him on social media. I'm sure he's going to... I'm sure he'll... Tweet out about it. Joey's um, on a panel. That's exciting. That Be exciting. there for Joey's first panel if you're there. But it's weird that Greg goes out of town, and then I look at the calendar, and I'm like, oh, just the two morning shows for the next three days. Yeah. Hmm. A couple other things. He's in there, a little peppered in there, but 
Maybe we don't not have much. A, not too much going on. We don't have a crazy amount of stuff. Yeah. Well, we all knocked it out. Hey, what are you doing on a panel for? What are you talking about? I have no idea. No idea. You want to call her? She won't answer her phone. Oh, she's flying right now. There's two things that There's I that I know there. about Andy and Joey. Uh, One, they're uh-huh. great people. Two, they don't like to use the phone for which it was originally intended. I like doing phone calls. I love phone calls, but I call I, I call leaving. Andy, and I swear to God, it's one of those messages where it's like, the subscriber has not set up his voicemail. I'm like, Jesus, fuck me, really, Christ. dude. He's so. They don't use their they use their phone to Slack. That's it. They don't even respond to text messages. I'm like, yo, dog, what's up? You're Four days later, did you send me a text message? I don't understand how that works. I was playing. Ooh, do my hair. Ooh, I was playing. Was do my, my hair. hair. I was cutting my own hair. B.S. I love this best friend XOXO is your opportunity to shout someone out you feel is doing a great job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash best friend. Just like Vitz Patel did. He's shouting out Callum Morin. Says, just wanted to give Callum a shout out uh, for coordinating British best friends. Oi, governor! For the PlayStation concert at the Royal Albert Hall on May 30th. We're all in a box because of that baller life. Well, that's awesome. That is great. Uh, Kevin, let's go into the giveaway. Giveaway, it's coming. Oh, sorry, Joey put a couple on there. Uh, We did not pick someone for the giveaway today. We did not? No. Really? No. Well, we have to pick those every day and Joey's out of town today, so. Pretty sure you can pick them in advance, just run the machines. I know, I fucked that up. Uh, Vamp, I'm gonna pick someone real quick. Uh, I'm yawning, hold on. How's everyone doing? Y'all having a good day? There's Jared. What? He's uh, not saying much, but he's confused. I am confused. It's the printer. Oh, really? Yeah. No, the printer hates you. Fun. The printer so here at the office, you. and I think in every office, we have a printer that just will not cooperate. I don't understand why technology has not gotten to the point where printers just work magically every time. But it hasn't happened, and I don't know. Let's blame someone. The Senate. Let's blame Greg. Oh, okay. well, I just, it's fun to blame someone who's not here who can't defend themselves. Like the Senate. Oh, the Senate works. Yeah. The yeah, the United States Senate. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's four ways to win the giveaway. One, be in the Twitch chat. Two, be a Twitch subscriber via Amazon Prime. Here is your daily reminder. Thank you for that. Three, patreoncom funny or patreoncom funny games at the two dollar above level, and we'll pick from all of those. Today's winner comes. It was three and four then, right? Yeah, I just, just squashed. No, those I know. I, just, I was doing numbers, so you confused me. I you, you were counting them off. And you I was got like it. Three, though. and then you went. And You're quick like, on the uptick. Four. Yeah. Uh, today's winner comes from the Twitch chat. Congratulations, congratulations to uh, Moko Shona. You have won Story of Seasons on 3DS. Hopefully you have a 3DS, and hopefully you've heard of Story of Seasons. I certainly haven't on either of those accounts. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I don't care, because it's Wednesday, it's hump day, and Kevin and I are about to metaphorically get it on after this. Uh, let's true. go into the old Trace and Trace. Also, if you don't have it, give it away to another best yeah, friend. Yeah, give it to someone. Make someone's day special. Not the last at work says, is that it's a Zelda game? Question mark? No idea. We don't talk don't games so. here. I don't think so. We yeah. just don't have time. Oh, hey. Uh, there he is. What? what? I won. Yeah, there you go. Woo! You won. Uh, if you don't see a message in your inbox. Don't expect one. Uh, in the next few days, because Joey screwed up, you hit her up. Can you, yeah, hit up Joey as much as possible uh, via Twitter. And just be like, hey, I won the game. Uh, give her a time code for whatever time it is right now. Yeah. And yeah, that'll be that. Uh, steak. Fajita says, yo, Nick, have you entered Cheryl Crow's contest yet? Win a trip to her ranch for a buck-naked horseback ride. Oh, Jesus. That sounds dope. N- does it? Riding a horse buck-naked? Naked with Cheryl Crow? 
Okay, but like your balls on the back of a horse as it bounces. Sounds dope. No, fuck that, man. Sounds great. Here's what I love about the nature being naked. Is the horse great. naked also? I think horses by by just no, because they wear the little belt. Naked. Well, they wear a saddle. Yeah, but that's, that's like not, a belt for them. That's like a belt when you're naked. Yeah, exactly. But they're still not naked then. If wow. you walk out with a, be- a belt and someone yells, "Oh my God, Nick's naked!" I'd have to turn around and be like, "No, he's wearing a belt." Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and that'll be my defense in court when I when and if I ever do that. Uh, Kevin says, "Get buckets." What shows are you watching right now? What shows? So I just started watching Agents of Shield, and uh, boy, is the first season it's rough. absolutely terrible. It's and rough. I know that Ignatius is always like, "Dude, the first season's the best season," so just watch that one. So it's, I don't know, man. I think you might be wrong about it, Ignacio. Also, can't tell if it's canon or not. Dude that's dead is alive. It's canon. I, I don't know. No, I know. Fuck oh, up, okay. Ignacio. Oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the thing about, here's the thing about uh, anything you're going to recommend for me. You guys know I have one rule. If it's a show, and you have to, you have to qualify it by saying, well, it gets really good in season three. No. I'm not watching it. I don't have time for that. I am almost done with the 10th season of Friends. I'm halfway through it. This is what I choose to spend my life doing. Okay, so understand my priorities and move forward there. What do you got in the chat? People oh, just, fun stuff? someone said, uh, who is it? Raging Plum, uh, Raging underscore Plum says, Kevin paints such a vivid, beautiful picture of hairy balls on a horse's back. Okay, you do. Like, yeah. you're, a vi- you're a visually inspired artist, Kevin. Uh, Nick, Kevin, check out Legion yet? Question mark. Season two started last night. So damn good. I thought for a second he was gonna like start with season two, and I was gonna just slap my monitor. You know what else? Legion's supposed to be really good. Krypton. Oh shit! I gotta catch up on that. I think I got two two on my DVR. No wait, is it Wednesday today? Today is Wednesday. We've got one on our DVR, Mm -hmm. and then one tonight. Oh. Yeah, I'm trying to watch them when they air. I I might do the thing where I kind of like let a couple lag. Mm-hmm. It's like a watch. It's such a it's a, such a funner way to do it. It's just weird to me that like like for instance, I, I want to watch Roseanne because it's yeah. come back, but I also don't want to watch it week to week anymore. Yeah, I'm like, I don't it's the way that. to live. It's dumb. So the best place to talk, guys. <laughs> See, it's annoying. When I, guess do that. It is. I guess it is. It is annoying when people do that, right? Well, yeah, I try not Jared. to do it. Jared, take it to the next room. Um. Um. Uh, but other things that I'm watching. Oh, Broadchurch. Yeah, my wife likes that one. I'm also watching. Go to the movies a lot again. That's good. Watched Isle of Dog yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. You want to talk? Well, we're out of time. I, mean, I, do, I want to see it. Well, you know what? I'll see it this weekend. Uh-huh. We'll talk about it on Monday. Great. How does that sound? Yeah. I do want to see that movie. Do you like Wes Anderson movies? I love Wes Anderson movies. You love this movie. And I love Fantastic Mr. Yeah. Fox. So if that's anything like this one. It's, yeah, I'd say. Because it's, it's pretty much similar. the yeah. exact same cast. Uh, I'm Holy shit, the cast is ridiculous. It's absurd. Absurd. Yeah, I Absurd. Love it. Everyone that's in there. Fantastic. Let's go into sub-only mode real quick. Did I do that? Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, would you like to see Blade on a uh, uh, Netflix series? Says uh, Space Saver Spies. Only if they get Wesley Snipes back for it. I'm in. Bring back a 50-year-old Wesley old. Snipes and just let him be. But he's a vampire. They don't age. No, but that's the thing. He's a real human and he has aged. So, in the chat, uh, CP... Ella Fox says, skip the first, or skip to the last five episodes of the first season, Kevin. Those are stupid instructions. No. If that's how you want me to watch a show, that's a that's bad dumb. show. That's dumb. If a show has one good episode per season, it's a bad show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stop wasting your time with these shows. 
for the love of God, because if you keep watching them, they're just going to keep making them. Oh, the show was really good for five seasons, and, or for five episodes in season five of it, so just skip to that. Zero context. You're expecting it to be good. No, I'm not going to fucking skip an I entire season. Well, you know, for scientific reasons, or just nerds, nerds. I'm a fucking nerd, too. I watch, I'm a friend's nerd. God, that show got bad. Yeah, it got really it bad. It got bad. The last, like, three seasons They're bad. bad. Ross, like, I want to run. I, if he wasn't such a big guy, I would find David Schwimmer just be like, why, and slap him in the face. No, you wouldn't. Not a big you slap. You understand that the actor is not the same as the character. You're no, a smart No, I don't understand how that works. Yeah, it's do. the same person. Ross is Ross. No. He was, I don't know why Ross was in The People vs. O.J. Simpson, was but he, he was in it. Who was he in The People vs. O.J. Simpson? He played, he played uh, Kardashian. He's fucking really good. Have you not seen that? Show. I haven't seen. Oh, it. it's on Netflix. I know, but who has the time to do anything? Uh, it's one season and it's really good. Yeah, from the start. Oh yeah. Hmm. Well, it's yeah, it's really fucking good. Hmm. Amazing, amazing. One of the best series from last. Put week. that on my list. I'll put that on. My put list. it on the list. Are we are we doing questions? Yeah. Okay. Nick, just watch Psych again. Don't worry, it's next. This is DH Canada. Uh, let's see. Ross was in Band of Brothers. Was he really? I don't remember that. Uh, it sounds right. Let's see. Newsroom was one of my favorite shows. Says Moko Shona. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. <laughs> Ignacio Rojas in the chat says, Kevin, you're an asshole. I never said season one was great. Pretty sure you said that. Pretty sure. See, the you problem, said Ignacio the Rojas, is when you fuck with Kevin, he. There, here's the deal. You fuck with me, I'll be like, I'll let it slide because I'm a benevolent host. Kevin wants to be in the mire with you. He's down there in the muck. Mixing it up, and you think you have what it takes to fuck with Kevin? He'll just keep going. He's got this guy's got staying power for days. Days. Hi ho, Silver says Barry Allen. Uh, Let's see, Greedy Air says trailer that uh, Mr. Yasman's throwing at us for upgrade. No, I don't like I don't like the Saw movies. I'm not watching that trailer. What? It's not a Saw movie. He says it's from the creator of Saw and the producer of Get Out. Yeah, it's just some dude that's uh, quadriplegic. They add these chips in him that's like. Hey, now it'll help control your body. Oh. And there's like an AI in, in his mind now. Oh, and it takes over and kills everyone? Well, it's just like, it gets, he's trying to hunt the like the dudes that fucked him up and killed his wife. And like the AI's like, hey, this is not a good plan. You've broken into this person's house and you're gonna like, they're beating you up right now. Do you want me to take over? I need your permission. And it's like, and he's like, yeah. And then he beats the fuck out of that person. Oh, that sounds dope. Yeah, and then it's him being like this crazy, like, Assassin. Dude, that sounds dope. Yeah. I'm Murder actually, machine. maybe I will watch that. Yeah. You've sold me on this. Check out that trailer. I will check out the trailer. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a bad, like, action movie in, like, the best way. I like bad movies. Uh, the Stoner Sensei says, Hawaii Punch! And I appreciate that. Ant-Man. When is that show coming back? Dude, I don't know. Ant-Man 0208 says, How do you like Far Cry, or how, how are you liking Far Cry 5, Nick? Uh, I like it a lot. It's really good. I'm about halfway through the game right now. Wolf's... Wolf Smalls says, Kevin, I think you got Skyfall confused with Spectre. I did not. I... Skyfall has a lot of really cool scenes, but at yeah. the end of the day, it's 007 failing at his mission. Yeah, he's bad. And it's like, is that what we want? A loser 007? No, thank you, sir. Do we want an entire movie where even if you're good or bad, you still lose? Somehow you manage to fail? Stop. Then, Stop. Don't you know. do this. Don't right. do this. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is the kind of money morning show it's for today. Failure. Thank you. Get out of so, here. It was about failure. Well, so much of fucking money. You can't both fail. Empire was about failing. Somebody wins. fucking beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, that's your morning show uh, for April 4th, Wednesday. Kevin, thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, whatever. You look great. Uh, cool, Greg, thank you for running the board. Uh, Gary Witta and Jared will be next for Kind of Funny Games Daily if you're watching this on YouTube. And you're like, what's Kind of Funny Games Daily? Well, it's this show, uh, but over on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, and it's way more um, serious. 
and you know they're just like we're going to talk about news and it's going to be great and you and I are like fuck Indiana Jones yeah. fuck him oh my god Crystal Skull was so bad you know what I, I went back and watched that movie again yeah. on TV and again different situation it's sure. not a movie theater I'm pausing it I'm sure, not sure, really yeah. paying attention whatever remember they gave it's, it's whatever ants? they're big ants why are they, they being fake eaten by ants? Because they're big ants. At one point, like, was it a Nazi? Yeah, they were Nazis. Get knocked Nazis. into the ants, and then just bones. Do you remember that? Yeah, they ate them to death. <laughs> they can't eat Stupid. bones, though. That's the one thing that ants can't do, is they can't eat bones. Mm. Well, no one can. A dog can. Slowly can but surely. They chew on bones. They, they don't just, eat them. They just shit it out. Sure. That's the circle of life. All right, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, with who? Only time will tell. Kevin... And I'm probably going to get some lunch after this. Ooh, but uh, stay tuned. I'll read subscribers. Again? Maybe. It's possible. Uh, I'll be reading subscribers in a couple seconds. And then after that, Kind of Funny Games Daily is up next. I love you all. Cool, Greg. Take us out. Cut the feet. <laughs>